0: Was Watchmen Season 1 good? I'm your host, Ravi, joined by Christian Arjuna, my two brothers. The series just wrapped, and even though series creator Damon Lindolf has said this is a self-contained season, we don't care what he wants. We, the fans, demand a Season 2. Wrong. I'm going to say it right now, right off the top. True fans, true Watchmen fans do not want a Season 2 because it would ruin Season 1. There's nothing. There's nowhere to go but down from here. You're just okay. <clears throat> Hold on, a second. True art There's no sequel. We, I said true we, art. We we don't care what he wants. We the fans demand season two. And well, I'm saying the fans, only fake fans.
1: Well, he, a well, here's the question. Here's the question. Because there's a way. There's ways to dig into this, right? If there was a second season or a follow-up of some type, right? Let's call it Watchmen season two or Watchmen colon something else, right? Would you want a direct follow-up with the same characters in time frame? Or would you be okay or want a follow-up within the same universe? Ooh, ooh, Do you ooh, want it like ooh. an anthology series?
0: Pick me. Pick me. Um, Or does uh, it matter to you? The Floor sees Karishma. 100 years in the future, at least. What the fuck? That's not even The Watchmen at that point. I don't care. I don't care. I do not want the same characters. I don't want the same story, and I do not because it would ruin it. It would totally ruin it. In fact, it, 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 it just it. It needs to be very different from what we. Do see. you do you know what this series is called? The Watchmen. Correct. It's about and, superheroes. Correct. Yeah. Well, what's your point? There are. There's only a select few of these characters yeah, that we and, follow. Sure. Rorschach, Night Owl, yeah. Spectre, Great Manhattan, Ozzy. Uh-huh comedian comedian yeah those people that, half half of that group is dead what, right. what are you talking and this about? season killed was, off some more was about those people <laughs> so what would a watchman 100 years in the future be about i don't care unless it's about their descendants yeah then it doesn't really make sense so we uh, we of course we are not getting into the podcast but to me the watchman goes beyond six characters It's more about philosophical uh, warring philosophical viewpoints. Yeah, but it's done through these characters' viewpoints. It's yeah, not why like ring a ding Why does it have to, stay? Ding, dunk dunk. Right, the it have to stay through those, those, right. those same six but characters? But like the, the, they're the pass-through. They're the thing that connects everything. If Regina King truly is uh, Dr. Manhattan, she can be alive 100 years in the future. I mean... And there's your through point. But what does that mm. mean, to be Dr. Manhattan or have the powers of Dr. Manhattan? That's two different things. Dr. Manhattan's dead. So if you want a sequel in the same world, what do you want? What do you envision? I envision uh, where she doesn't get the full potential power of Dr. Manhattan or she's this weird cross-like rediscovery-type ring-a-dink thingamajig. So you've already made it worse and ruined it. How have I made that's, it worse? That's just not interesting. I. That's nothing that interesting. That's still interesting because oh. the, it's the implications. This season hit upon... The implications of wiping out three million people <laughs> with a giant—that sounds—that so, was part of it. With a giant squid, that's a piece of it. That's a piece of it. Yeah. Obviously, the bigger piece is like the or. You could argue that this is. I mean, um, the Hood, the hooded the hooded, hooded justice. justice said yeah. it. Oh, you know my origin story, which he's he's correct. We we learned his origin story, which is a direct um effect, cause, result. Uh, well, it starts everything. He start yeah, it starts everything, and yeah. it kind of pushes back to this whole thing mm-hmm. so but I, I but i don't all the all, most of those storylines are wrapped up like i don't most understand. are but they're still like what ozzy pick Men- pick, Oz- a, pick a good through line but no, something from the original right it sounds right. like you want something from the original to pull through pick one good one what do you mean the, the original like yeah the watchman yeah yeah right the well, uh, playing of through lines well, on this one uh, pick pick
1: one well i mean the 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 whole idea of Watchmen is about humanity, right? Yes. And it's about the idea of humanity versing itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what is, is humanity good? Is humanity bad? How easily can humanity be controlled? That's the through line of the first Watchmen movie. Mm-hmm. That's the Seriously. through. And uh, the book. the movie, book. The, the the book. The comic book. Yeah, the, yeah. Fir- the season, right? You know, it's about. People wanting power. This one goes even, even more into the power. That's your through line If you wanted to do a follow up of because of like that further of, but we've of, seen, of but we've
0: seen, we've now seen a comic book, a movie, and a whole season of it. You sure. don't think you're gonna lose? Like you should end while you're on top. Don't do those. Sure. You know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, 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 hey. hey I don't hey, disagree with hey, you, hey, hey, but not If someone has a great idea, yeah. no, no, no. Well, I want on, you guys hold to hold pitch on. the idea. hold on. There's a man. There's a man. A real. Life, living human being. Michael J. Fox. Tom Brady, he doesn't know when to quit. Yeah, he just keeps going, and that's hurt his. That's that's hurt the. But we popularity said, of we the team. said that when he won like hurt his we though. said that when no. we said that when he won Super Bowl four. Hey man, four? retire while you're on top. When 49. he won, he's a time traveler. When he won <laughs> Super, Super Bowl. Bowl number five for himself, you can't. Why we said you the exact same thing. Why are you comparing? So huh? Uh, this I'm art. Hold on to sports. I'm I'm making. It's all gonna come together. No, he keeps going and keeps doing this thing, Apples and he and keeps oranges. disproving. And and we're always like, "Hey, just retire, be done with it." When the Watchmen series came out, the original book, mm-hmm. it was great as it was. It was great as it was. It was six episodes, whatever it was. Twelve issues. Twelve issues, whatever. Yeah. But then we got this series. We didn't think we needed the series. Yeah, that's true. We expanded upon art. Yes. Right, I and mean, we got something new interesting, and unique. Right. This series, f- to me, is playing upon the idea of this world was saved, mm-hmm. but then, you know, what happens next. And those interesting consequences, and we played with them. Right. right. You could still play upon – because we're, we're hitting upon a really – like a, a much bigger consequence. The man that saved the world it's has gone. just been arrested by the FBI. Right. save the world, sure. Right. Which That's going caused, to have – Which also caused, like – many of the problems that we see many of the issues in this movie right and we're serious and we're going serious serious. Serious. yeah sorry serious (laughs) and we're going to what's cool though is we're going to now see other things potentially pop up i don't think we need to jump 100 years in the future i think we just need to see you know a couple years down the road like what's going on Mm -hmm. what's what's everyone up to Mm -hmm. because the other thing too like i was talking to um a couple folks at work about this was raw journal mm-hmm. it got out into the world this racist piece of shit group the cyclops group they're not the only idiots running around sure wearing, wearing the mask i'm sure there are actual legit people that are that weird borderline chaotic good chaotic evil it would be interesting interesting to see other aspects and um other legacy pieces of raw mm. right that character is still very much relevant to the world uh, Night Owl, according to the standalone Wikipedia website... He's in prison. He went to prison, but who knows what else he's doing. Right. He Maybe he's not in prison, because we all thought Mr. Manhattan right. was on Mars. He was somewhere else. So right. there are still other stories I feel
1: like you could tell. You would have to assume, actually, Night Owl <clears throat> is potentially not in prison or helping police enforcement, because... His design of ship is regularly used yeah. by police forces. Mm-hmm. So unless they completely stole his plans, he probably helped the police force design a more He's the commissioner. a more um, <laughs> usable yeah. version. That's his cousin, which yeah. is interesting. Uh, but I, I one thing I wanted, Christian, I, I kind of agree with you, but one thing I do disagree on is if they did a se- a second season or follow up, I don't think that would tarnish. The first, what we just saw, the nine episodes in this first season or limited series or whatever, whatever it ends up being, call it. whatever it ends up being, it's too good to be talking. Yeah, because you know what? I think e- you know you've had great, g- you've had great seasons of shows that have had pretty poor follow-ups or or bad talking, finales. Are you talking or Game or of Thrones or Dexter? Or Game Vali- there's Thrones. a lot of shows. I mean, there's a lot of shows. Oh, there's so mother. many shows, yeah, that have had great seasons or Silicon great beginnings Valley. that just get kind of bogged down. I don't think that re- this is still. Been uh, a very enjoyable ride. Yeah. Um. You had a quote, right? From the yeah. Creator? So, uh, Damon Lindelof, who for those who, Lindelof, who and and those who wonder why does that name sound so familiar, he is most famous for working on Lost, <laughs> mm, <laughs> a yep. show that didn't know when to end, yep, or didn't know anything. <clears throat> uh, uh, Lindelof had a quote with uh, Entertainment Weekly. And he said, I feel for someone who's wildly inconsistent in general, I've been fairly consistent on this point. When we first went public with the pilot at New York Comic Con, I wanted to make sure that everybody who was going along for the ride knew what the design of the season was. Especially after what happened with Lost and the way that a lot of serialized dramas unfolded, where the audience doesn't know how thick the book is and is when they pick it up. This is a love letter and, ex- and an examination of the original Watchmen. I wanted everyone to know that this is not the middle of the trilogy. This is not the beginning of a seven season run. In my opinion, the best iteration of any season of Watchmen would mirror the original graphic novel. And that it would be a self-contained story with the resolution of a fundamental mystery. There's always going to be space for more Watchmen. I feel like this world is so expansive. Hopefully more expensive now than it was before. You could call something you could call something Watchmen and not even feature any of the characters who are in the original or in this season. Thank you. As long as they all occupy the same world. Yeah. When I first spoke to HBO about Watchmen, I used examples like True Detective and Fargo, Lindelof continued. True Detective is a franchise. It has a feel and a tone. Does it need to have Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson in it to call itself true detective? Question mark. <laughs> and I would argue as much as I love what is writing, it doesn't even need to be written by Nick or directed by Carrie Fuku- uh, Fukunaga. It's bigger than that. And when I first heard about Fargo, that the Coen brothers weren't really involved and it had to be, and it was going to be Noah Holly Haw- uh, show, I was like, how is this going to be any good? How is this going to feel like the original Fargo? And lo and behold, that's exactly what it was. Mm. I think, Particularly when it comes to Watchmen or Fargo, when we're uh, when we're knocking the creators of the original, it, this is almost done. It's sacrilegious <laughs> and really hyper- hypocritical to say nobody else can come along and do another season of Watchmen. If I was going to do another season of Watchmen, I would need to have a really cool idea and a justification for doing it. I don't have either of those things right now. It doesn't mean that they won't come at some future point. I just finished the show four weeks ago. My antenna is up, but it's like it's like only getting static. I can't say that they're. I can't say that there will definitely not be a second season, and I can't say there definitely will be. That's kind of where my head's at. Boom. So it sounds like then – so it it sounds like he wants to – I
0: mean, yeah, he's taking the Fargo model. He's taking the Doctor Who model, which I think is great. I think that's perfect. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. So we still get a season two, and you still –
1: Get your art look, on, honestly. The question is is how hard is HBO going to push, right? The, like real. Hard. We we know the sta- the status of HBO is it is shit right now. They're looking for the next internally, right? The next Game of Thrones, and they don't have it. They're looking for the next. because y- that. My voice just cracked. That was weird. that doesn't just come along and rip, you know. Oh, I got that should the make, Game of Thrones, and that model. should make Watchmen fans, I think,
0: nervous yes. because it means they're fishing. And that means they're going to look for something. Because they're gonna take something subpar. Because, right, they're going to rush it and they're right. going to they're going to ruin it.
1: Take True Detective. Yeah. Season true one, well, I haven't seen any true detective, but season one, by all accounts, is Season one was fucking crazy. It's incredible. They then pushed the creator to make a second season. It Shit. took him fi- 10, 15 years to write season one. Yep. He only had a year to write, produce season two, yeah. Uh, season two, yep. and it was, by all accounts, terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, They gave him more time with season three, and it seemed to be a bit better, yep. right? It was better. Um, it just didn't end great. Oh, it was
0: so b- – we're, we're not talking about True Detective. So. We have a we – did, did we do a po- – we didn't do a podcast on it.
1: But uh, we are doing a podcast now, and we've skipped our fundamental beginning.
0: Yeah, we have actually, so thank you for that. So one <laughs> word impressions. is how we start podcasts. <laughs> um, this ten minutes in. Uh, so one word impressions. I'm actually going to go first because I always let you guys go first. Wow. And I'm going to go with um egg. Oh, that's actually pretty good that's terrible (laughs) I'm going to go with Egg as we said at the top this is spoiler filled but Egg Egg was a a common through line in episode um seven in terms of her talking to Mr. Manhattan and uh about his biological his whatever his power basically being transferred through organics and the Egg played kind of a big piece because a lot of fans kind of picked up on that and then the Egg made its stupid reappearance and then the last shot, obviously, of this episode of the season is her swallowing an egg, Rocky style. Well, not really Rocky style. Yeah, it was raw. Raw. Yeah, it was raw, but, like, Rocky put, like, the eggs in the cup, and it was like... Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's still raw. It's raw. Eggs. She she basically, like, cracked it and was like... <laughs> you know? Like a little milkshake. Uh, like a milkshake. golem type. Like a milkshake. Like a golem thing. She, like, put a straw in it it uh, So she did that, and then she maybe walked
1: in water, fell
0: on her did, face. Who did, knows? Was
1: anyone familiar with that Instagram account, The Egg? Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Was that this year? Yeah, it was this year. It was a couple year? months ago. Yeah, the yeah. egg account. It was an egg that, account that that's what the egg reminded me of. That's funny. You're I not you don't know what the egg is. I today. don't.
0: I Someone don't. posted on Instagram just about an egg, the perfect egg. And it got like a million million, two million followers in like twenty four hours. What the fuck? Yeah, it went viral stupid quickly because it was an egg and it was it was true to itself. Oh boy. So yeah, my one word impression egg. Okay. Uh Arjuna, you're wearing green, so go ahead.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with thriller. Like, you got to
0: trailer
1: like Michael Jackson, or <laughs> yeah. uh, no, not Michael Jackson. Uh, no, this episode, this finale, and this season was thrilling. It was an edge of. Uh, I was always on the edge of my seat, kind of awaiting every Sunday, every episode. This to me from, was appointment television, right? And I don't think we we don't live in a world anymore where you have appointment television, where you have to. You feel the need to go to your television at a certain time of the day every week, uh, and have to watch it. Obviously, as a society, we used to do that because that's how cable worked. Now, in the age of streaming, you know, you watch it at your own own pace, your own leisure, or when wow. your brothers are free, pretty much, <laughs> so they can <laughs> that do a too. podcast afterwards. But, but, but this was. This was um, wow, Christian. This was definitely a show that was thrilling, and you had to, you know, get up each and every Sunday for. And you, and I like personally look forward to it, um, especially the finale too. Like it was, it you you wanted to see how all the pieces fit together, and I I thought it was very thrilling. Nice,
0: and uh, Baldy, live one word is viewpoint. You... Ooh, wha- what? <laughs> so, the reason I, th- I loved the Watchmen uh, comic book series and then also the movie was that, to me, the, the main... The core interest to me is that it's six viewpoints and they contradict each other. They're all valid from a certain point of view. Uh, everyone's like shades of gray. And this captured that sentiment perfectly, which to me, made it the perfect Watchmen television show, okay? That's what Watchmen is about. All this other stuff is like dressing. It's like gravy. It's setting. It's like, but at the core, that's what it is. It's six viewpoints, you know, multiple viewpoints, you know, clashing with each other. They all, you know, they're all in their worldview, in their, they've all got their history and their baggage, and they'll bring that to the table full force, and they collide, and they, you know, they they hook up, and they kill each other, and they, you know, ricochet off of each other. And I thought the show captured that perfectly. Viewpoint. So our word is sentence. sentence. Our sentence, right? <laughs> well, is uh... oh, it's easy. It's thriller viewpoint egg, or egg thriller viewpoint. Or I like I liked egg as the last word. <laughs> Thriller Still view weird. Egg. Still still weird. Viewpoint
1: thriller egg. Egg thriller viewpoint. Egg perfect. Egg Echo. Eggilla point. Let go oh. my waffle. Oh my god. Let go my echo. Uh
0: so as we continue through this podcast journey of the Watchmen series. Oh, the thing, Watchmen. Uh we have our favorite and our least favorite parts. I actually don't want to necessarily jump into that just yet. I'd mm. rather actually hear um who your favorite characters were. Wow. Because I I have one character in particular that stuck out, and I hate to say it, it's not the main character. It's not... It never is for you. Not Angela? No, it's not Angela. My favorite... She was a great character. She was a great... Don't get me wrong. She was a great, great character, but the one character I thought that was, to me, a little bit more interesting was... uh, shiny guy face. <laughs> wow, looking glass. Looking glass. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. Mirror, mirror, Why, mirror
1: face. Right. what, what mirror did call her? I have no idea. Mirror guy. Mirror, mirror guy. guy yeah, 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 mirror guy.
0: Why? Uh, because he was directly he he was on a path in life as a child, mm-hmm. teenager, young adult, whatever. He was very set in his ways. This weird, bizarre sci-fi thing happened to him fundamentally changed everything about him. Mm -hmm. He knew that he had a very cool, keen ability to pick on on lying and people and reading people. Uh, And then also there was this tragic thing, the White Knight, that happened, and he decided to pick up arms and do something justice about it. Mm. I thought that was interesting. And then also his character, like... his, his the The actor and everything about him portrayed was like, you know, kind of one of those like doomsday prepper types. Yeah. Like completely, completely out batshit crazy. But at the, at the same time, at the very end of the day though, he's trying to do good based upon this horrific thing that he experienced as a, as a young adult. Hmm. And I thought he was more interesting. He was interesting comic relief. He had a, a pretty decent backstory and he was brand new to the Watchmen cast. Hmm. Uh, obviously along with,
1: Angela, Angela, Angela,
0: but Angela was still kind of connected to the main cast because of obviously John and Manhattan. Mm -hmm.
1: So John Hatton, John Hatton, John
0: Hatton. Hmm. Interesting. Does anyone else every time they say Manhattan think of a a A drink? A drink? No. Okay. Just think of Doctor Manhattan. (laughs) I think of New York. When I think of when I think of a Manhattan drink, I think of Doctor Manhattan first. Could you imagine a Manhattan blue? Blue? How would you do that? that. Like you do blue milk. Well, the sweet sweet vermouth is so, like, pungent in its coloring. I don't know if you could overtake that. with Anyway. So, yeah, that was my favorite character. What about you guys? Lube Man. Okay. Lube Man. (laughs) Arjuna, explain to me why Lube Man was your favorite character.
1: Well, I didn't even remember he existed (laughs) until about 20 (laughs) minutes ago. So, that's why he's my favorite. He was so good, he was unforgettable. Mm. I'm going to go with Panda Man. Panda man? Oh, okay. He no, Not really. No, the, it was just one of the oh, uh, people. God. One of the, the guys present. with the mask. He was basically. You guys are picking
0: the lamest characters. No, so I- I'm actually going to go with. Come I'm going to
1: go with Will Reeves, who was um the original Hooded the mask, Justice, Hooded, the original hero, Hooded Justice. Like the young Hooded Justice or the old man. Hooded the the complete character. Oh, you're going for character. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure yeah i thought i thought he was a great character i thought he had a lot of mystery i think he still honestly has a lot of mystery if there was a season two or Mm follow-up i think there's still more there to be mined um of that character and it's interesting because his plot is almost the most simple it's just pure he just wants pure revenge on the the white supremacist Mm -hmm. group right well he got it though oh yeah absolutely yeah big time uh but it's great because you know everyone has all, all the key players have all these key plans of grandeur of uh, you know lady trudeau 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 true true lady true right lady true lady true wants to you know the manhattan power the the white supremacist group wants the manhattan power you know people want to save a lot I mean obviously a lot of these characters revolve around manhattan and grand egos uh, will just wants this group to die <laughs> like, you know, it's it's an interesting, very simplistic motivation in a world of grant, like of of grandeur and of born of great violence, though. And, yes. And
0: like horrible realness. Yeah. Which is
1: so. And it's interesting because, again, he is a brand like he is hooded justice. Uh, I don't know if any of the if the original comic uh, I I think only in the original comic he's in like two frames anyway, mm. uh, which is the the flash um, flashback. The flashbacks, to Yeah. Um, yeah. To uh what's his name? Um the comedian. comedian's and, whole thing yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and yeah with uh silk spectra. But I I know they've done spin offs but I don't know if he had like a spin off, one of the like uh origin things or whatever, but it just seems to me that you know, he's almost a brand new character for this show, and it was just I think fascinating to delve into that. For sure. Krishna? I had three. Oh for love. And God. I can't decide
0: between them. Let's hear him and we'll decide for you. No. Yes. Uh, okay. So first one I think has to be um, the weird kid, Blake. Uh, Blake. She was great because uh, Silk Spectre. So in uh, the original, she is Silk Spectre. She's just very much like a product of her mom. Uh, you know, sort of naive and like this, like sex symbol, right? In this, she's older. She's an FBI agent. She hunts vigilantes. She's actually the and head. she's taken on the persona of her father, and I thought that was super cool. She goes by Blake now, right? And you can definitely see some of those comedian tendencies. She was great. Sure. Second, Mandius. Good Lord. What, uh, I, I think it's, it's hard to portray sociopaths and egomaniacs in fiction, believably. I think they come across as just ridiculous and cartoonish. And he does to a certain extent, but it's entertaining. And in, the, in this world, it totally makes sense. He is what he was at the beginning. Uh, he doesn't change. He can't change. And he regrets. It's almost like as a, as an old man, he almost regrets that he is this way. He's like he thought he wanted paradise. He thought he wanted a bunch of like slaves, right, around him worshiping him like a god. And he yeah, I, would say, I wouldn't say slaves. He wanted people to worship him. Yeah, and he realized just how unsatisfying that is. Yeah. He, in fact, he's like, I just need a, an arch enemy. That's, I, thought
1: that's, the, that's all I, need. I thought that conversation with the um – the game warden yeah. right before he leaves where he's like kills him. He's holding him. Yep. That whole interaction was great. Cause yep. it, it really encompassed in, 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 it really showed like what he had been through and what had been for the majority of the season, these unconnected flashbacks were just like, where are we going with this? Yeah. And it, you know, stylistically it's interesting that they portrayed his story slowly Throughout the show, yeah. while other characters just very much a mystery, full episodes yeah. to kind of explain their mysteries. Love it, um, which is it because what you could have done honestly is the episode before this could have been a yeah full epi- on Aussie. Epi- Aussie episode, yeah. Because you had like the Manhattan episode, you have the Angela episode, you have the Will episode, mm-hmm. you have the Looking Glass episode, you have the Lori episode. You know what I mean? So it's just interesting, like stylistically, it's like we're gonna have all these episodes, but then Aussie is throughout.
0: Mm. and uh i think jeremy irons was the perfect choice for an old man aussie. old aussie matters like well done yeah. and then lastly i think you know you have at least for me angela i i think it's so hard to carry a show you know you like you're the main character right like you have all this great supporting stuff and we at least in my opinion there are a lot of shows out there where you have the main character and you have a lot of great people around them and they totally overshadow the main character in my mind silicon valley is a Perfect example of that. Main character, Silicon Valley, Valley is the least interesting part of that show. Angela more than holds her own. She's the through point all the way through. Uh, I, you know, on a personal level, connected with her the most. Because much like uh, the um, in the uh, original series, right, Silk Spectre and I think Night Owl were the ones that you're supposed to kind of connect with the most. Right. They're there's the most normal. They're supposed though they to be weren't. the uh, everyday people. Yeah. And Angela more than did that for me in this. In terms of being that person that you connect with, and her performance, Regina King's performance was phenomenal. The character I thought was was amazing, uh, and yeah, so those are my three. I can't I can't decide which one. Well, I what's like your more. first? Uh, Blake. Lori, I feel Lori like Ozzy and Angela are your two favorites. Your two favorites. Blake was cool,
1: but you didn't talk
0: as passionately as you did about.
1: Well, there you go. That's interesting yeah. too, because she's the most clueless character. I don't know if she's clueless. I think she just don't give a fuck. No, 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 and she's no, no, of the no. mindset of like space stuff. In ter- the no, no, no. In terms of she's in, terms, the most lost. in terms of the information that you learned throughout the show, she is the most actually relatable to us, the audience. She knows the least amount of what is going on, <laughs> which is funny cuz she works for the FBI. Yes. yes. <laughs> and she's not the irony. In, and when you meet her, she you feel like she does know more, but she really doesn't. Like she's just kind of pulled into this plot sadistically by <laughs> The Cyclops group. Yeah.
0: But and, and that's and that's that's why I that's why I like the character though, because she thinks she knows so much, at least in the beginning. She's she cocky as hell. Yeah, she's, she's cocky so, as just hell. Just like her dad. And yep. I was like, This is great. She played it so well and, and you assume I assume watching I'm like, she knows everything. She's a badass. You know, and at the end she's like so vulnerable. She has no idea what, what's going on. It was great. You know? So kind of wrapping into like the favorite parts and the least favorite parts i'm going to take the the point of this because my favorite and my least favorite part part of don't do it the season and of this particular episode is actually going to be lady true oh interesting is your favorite my favorite part is because her grand plan like it's it's Mm. the the typical ozzy mendes plan that we got from the original Watchmen. this like great like expansive crazy in-depth like kill the comedian um the pyramid company, like the the, the things that cause the girlfriend like it's intricate as fuck, right? And yeah. and she does a great job. And then my least favorite part is that entire sequence because I found her character to be just so fucking annoying mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end. Like to the point where when it fell on her, I was like and I think that's the point. Yeah, great, but still she's supposed to completely I think mirror Ozzie Mandis. Yes. Mandis is fault. the most annoying character, right? Yeah. In the original. And that's as as, uh, as his daughter, she plays her part perfectly, right? But I understand. That's good. Yeah. I like that's that. my favorite and least favorite. Interesting. Uh what what would you guys say is your least favorite parts? Damn. Damn. Uh um, I my my most favorite easy It's the um The uh, I I might be sitting on Juniors too. Hooded Justice episode. Uh, Wait, was your least? No, that's my most. Oh, that's my my most favorite episode. Like it was when um, Angela's having her flashback, uh, or she took a bunch of her granddad's pills, and so the episodes where she's experiencing what he went through as Hooded Justice. And I thought like the reveals that you know he was Hooded Justice, uh, that Hooded Justice was a black guy, right, masquerading as a white guy in a mask, (laughs) um. You know, all the anger around that, all the stuff with Captain Metropolis, mm-hmm. and then, like, also, like, uh, Angela going through all those emotions herself. Like, I just thought that was a really well done episode of television. Like, what about in comparison? Because I've heard that from a couple of people where they're like, it's r- visually yeah. cinematography is beautiful. I still feel like if you compare that and then the episode right afterwards, um, episode. I want to say seven. It is. Uh, I think that was episode episode six. Is take a bunch of drugs. Yeah. Go through Granddaddy's issues, yeah. and then episode seven is was her own. Is her own with yeah. with Manhattan. Yeah. But what I really loved about that was how they kind of fucked around with time. Yeah. Through the eyes of Manhattan, in terms of Absolutely. I'm in 1985. I'm in when I was a kid. I'm on Europa. I'm at the point where I'm almost about to die. I'm an egg. It's what Six Underground tries to do. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring up that bullshit fucking ass M- F- fuck Michael that. Bay, you
1: suck. So so it actually goes episode six is the um who who Justice it? episode. Episode seven is when she's going through she's coming back out of it and going through her own time things. Episode eight is the Manhattan episode. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then the finale was episode nine. Got it. Damn. But and either it, way. Yeah. And episode five is the um looking glass episode. Right. So, Jen, did you have a least favorite or favorite part? I would say that my least favorite part of the show was the oldest child, adopted child.
0: I'm sorry, you just hate that character or the actor? Wait, the oldest ch- adopted child, the one with the long the hair.
1: Child. Uh, no, I don't hate the actor, and I don't necessarily hate the character. I just thought it was weird. And oh, for the kid. A, yes. Oh, okay. I was like, who are you talking about? And for about? a show, and for a show that you know was supposed to be very self-contained. There almost seemed like there was supposed to be another mystery with the kid. Like, the kid acted a lot like uh, the dad, right? John. uh, What was John's name? Calvin. Calvin. Calvin, Calvin, Cal. 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 He acted a lot like Cal, where he kind of had this... Because, like, Cal was a weird character before he was revealed to be Manhattan. In fact, there was a lot of theories that he was Manhattan before. Um. Because he just he had like a he almost had that like weird type of reaction so robot I, thing
0: right and I I don't want to be a dick when I say this the kid's a bad actor no <laughs> there's a reason both those characters came across weird yeah Calvin remember as we knew him before we knew he was Manhattan yeah. was involved in gun violence he was shot at cow cow was remember mm-hmm. the um oh his dead body. Not his dead body, no. Remember the whole like whole reason they put let the uh, police force port mask on, the white knight? Or yeah. What, yeah, that whole thing? Cal was shot at.
1: You I don't think he was shot at. He was shot thing? at I think he was knocked out. Either I don't way think he was either, actually shot though. But
0: Angela was shot. Yeah. Yeah, and he transported the person. And he transported the person. But he still went through like gun issues. And then the kid mm.
1: The kid lost his parents, right? That's yeah, but
0: fuck you up either
1: way. I mean, but I don't think that's, that's a explicit. little bit. Sp- I don't yeah. think that's explicitly the reason they're yeah. supposed to be that way. I think, I think For the, the kid, yes,
0: I think yeah. the kid makes sense. The kid is yeah. supposed to be, yeah. But, but Cal, Cal, I mean, he Doc Manhattan like annihilated all of Vietnam, right? Like, I don't think, but, I don't think some people shooting some guns at him is gonna mess him up at this point. but what about his significant lover? Remember, mm-hmm. in the moment where – so his body reacts by teleporting the guy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. To protect them. But then he forgets immediately, and now he's just good old Cal, Yeah. And his significant other, his wife, has been shot and injured. That's going to fuck with you. It's not going to make you a happy – go like, as soon as she's recovered, you're not going to be like, cool, go put that mask on and beat up thugs no, that, again. But like, that's not, that's not mean, even, that's what, that's not what yeah. I'm
1: referencing when I'm saying he's a weird character. And just in terms of like he he before he's revealed to be Manhattan, he's just like super perfect. In terms of everything that he does. And it's almost like... He understands a, everything. He's always yeah. understanding. He never <laughs> fights with her. Yeah. You know, he's this perfect guy. He reads books and... Blake... Uh, Blake You, Blake you is, don't do that? <laughs> Blake... Well... Blake weirdly calls him attractive all the time. You know what I mean? There's a lot of hints yeah. that he is Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Which is, like, thinking back to it is very interesting. Yeah. So, the, the, the
0: line that always gets me with him is that when... Uh, I think one of the daughters asks when... Um, what's his face? Uh, Angela's boss... You know the the, the police yes. guy dies, and she's like, "Oh, is he in heaven?" And then Cal, like, snick- like Snickers, is like, "He's like, God doesn't exist. There's <laughs> does yeah. does nothing when you die." Right. And and was, that was that's the line that stood out with me. And I, I never <laughs> picked up that he might be Manhattan. I just I missed that theory completely. Yeah. And so when he was revealed to be Manhattan, I immediately went right and I was like. Well,
1: I'm a dumbass. Of course, it was right there. there. There's, there's a lot. There's honestly, yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of hints <laughs> of like, yeah, good shit. Oh, he says that so definitively yeah. because he knows. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I would say the kid, and just so the kid's your least favorite. Kid's part. Kid's my least favorite part. My favorite part, honestly, has to be just. I, I'm gonna go something a bit more obscure. Some of some of the lines like throughout the show just stick out to you in terms of just how good they are, how funny they are. Like what? Uh, so, like, specifically in the finale, um, this isn't a line, but it's the part where Ozymandias is starting to give oh, the speech. another epic speech. The music starts oh, playing, so fucking and asshole. Looking Glass just hits him on the back, and he's like, he talks too much. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, that's why Looking Glass <laughs> is the best <laughs> character. Oh. He's, like, the perfect version of uh, Rorschach. And then my, my, favorite part, okay. my favorite part is where Blake's like, so we can save John? And then Ozymandias is like, he's probably dead. No, he he's said, already. No, dead. he says no, no, no. He's already dead. He's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he- so great. <laughs> it, it, that gave me like that gave me vibes back to the original uh, Watchmen where um, they're like, we're here to stop you. He's like, well, this isn't like some nefarious plot. I pulled the the this thing thirty minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. playing
0: into like yeah the whole like this is not how the real world yeah. works. Yeah. Essentially. Essentially. This isn't tropes and stuff. I guess my least favorite part would be episode one. Because I didn't know how good it was, I didn't know how good it was going to be, you know. So I still had misgivings, right? And that first episode was amazing, by the way. I was hooked after the first episode, but uh, for me, everything just kept getting better. So if uh, by that logic, the beginning would have been the worst part for me, since everything kept getting better.
1: Simple. Seems kind of weird, but okay. Yeah, that is interesting. Just because, I mean, also. How the show starts with the very, uh, and I think we talked about this, like the historical accuracy of like yeah. the actual, the actual slaughter that happens. Yeah, and, and um,
0: i, I mean, actually thinking back to it. That first episode probably feels the least Watchmen to me. Absolutely, and that and was like, wow, they're going in a very different direction. And I wasn't, I loved the episode, and I loved how they portrayed it and the acting and everything, all of it. But I was like, this, I don't know, this doesn't feel too Watchmen to me right now. Mm. And it turns out that it just was laying the groundwork for the most Watchmen thing ever. Yeah, yeah, basically. So okay, that's big, so big there lasers you go. And, yeah. and blood pools. Amazing. Amazing. Um, So moving on, moving in. Uh, burning questions and theories. Yeah, there's a few here. I want to start with the the big one, Lube Man. So in episode four, Angela is doing something, and then all of a sudden she looks over. <laughs> <laughs> on the bridge, right? Or <laughs> she, on Yeah, bridge? on a bridge. She looks over, and there's a man in a silver skin-tight suit. Yeah and she re- real thin he's like a real thin yeah. real tall and lanky yeah and this is that's it's important and she looks at him he looks at her and excuse me it looks at her she looks at it wait what mm-hmm. and a chase ensues and then he clearly rubs his entire suit with lube and then <laughs> slides slides under a, a, a drain access and yeah. disappears yeah Right after, never she, see him again. Right after she goes into the to the um police station and says, "Hey, some fucking motherfucker, what the fuck?" And everyone's like, "Hey, doesn't matter. We got this other thing." And then it's never brought up again. And fans of the show have been so far like, "What is Lubman?" Uh, I heard a theory from uh, podcast favorite friend Brett. Yeah, Brett. Was like, uh, that's Mister Manhattan. He said that. I think that episode. Yeah, was up, he right? said the episode. Doctor like, Manhattan. That's clearly Doctor uh, Manhattan. Um, it turns out it's not Doctor Manhattan. You Lube- already know who this is. Yes, I do. Lube Man was revealed tonight, not on the episode, but through the website of uh, like the co website of the Watchmen called um, PDPedia. So this is a play on Wikipedia. It's the Watchmen's like Wikipedia. Which is run by Dale Petey. Okay. Dale Petey is the um, other FBI agent that went down to Tulsa. (laughs) (laughs) No fucking way. And the website, as of, I think, 24 hours from now, will be shut down because he was uh, fired from the FBI because it was revealed that he has been costuming as Lube Man uh, for uh, for some months now. So
1: that's great. Is it just like a funny Easter? Egg? It's just
0: a fun fucking weird ass Easter. His egg. character just wow. kind of disappeared. Like yeah.
1: the, la- what the last we see him on the show is when it's a phone call with uh, he's investigating Looking Glass's basement. Disappearance. That's yeah, right. I think Definitely. that's the last time you see him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is, that's that, awesome. is that is, that is the most
0: satisfying. <laughs> that is the most satisfying reveal I have ever heard. That is it's uh, so perfect. Yeah. It's just a small little thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it was a fun thing for that episode, that scene, and then you you don't need it. Anymore. I honestly
1: completely forgot about him until you guys mentioned him. Yeah,
0: Wait, Jenny, He's your favorite character. I can you forget. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so the big one. The biggest one, I think, of the podcast that everyone's asking is Manhattan. What the is size
1: th- of the Allen wrench that he used to knock awesome Ossie Mandeus style. Is Dr. Manhattan actually dead? I'm going to yes. go no. Okay. Explain. Uh, why? Um,
0: oh, he's inside the egg. And he's gonna hatch.
1: No, because oh. Doctor Man, like, it's interesting because he's suppo- like Doctor Manhattan is supposed to be this omnipresent being that's like always there, and like obviously like the best representation of God that mm-hmm. you have in this universe. Yeah, and the reason I I don't think he's dead. Actu- so what I first thought when I was talking about that kid was I thought it was going to reveal that that kid was Doctor Manhattan, and like Doctor Manhattan was multiple characters this whole mm. time, which he could. Well, we we out. know that he can split himself off. Right. So, uh, the other reason I don't think he's dead is because wouldn't it be much easier for everyone to believe Doctor Manhattan is dead, and then he could go do whatever the hell he wants to do versus if he was alive and people keep trying to do this type of crap or whatever. My
0: kind of argument to that is he already did it and he found it utterly unsatisfying. Right. He created perfection and he found it boring. I think it's like uh he's already gone through that arc, he, like he experienced it with uh with Lori when she was younger right. and he's like, "You know what? I want to do something better. I want to create perfection." Did it, found it utterly unsatisfying, right. came back to a human life, chose to forget because he realized there's meaning in that. The reason I think he's dead is because He's lived a full life. It's a full. It's a full thing. I don't know. There would be no reason to bring him back, unless it's a plot device, and I think that would weaken immediately weaken anything that you could do, right? Uh, but maybe not. I mean, maybe there's a there's a good way to to do it. But um, yeah, I I
1: think he's dead. If he's truly dead, that's what I want my season two to be about. Does this information get released to the public? And if so, how does that change the perspective of the world? That that would be intriguing. Because you see, you even see a world, right? In Tulsa, they have the Manhattan bod, right? Where you can send your message up to Dr. Manhattan. I think those are all over the world. Right, exactly. Yeah. They are. Right. Well, it's
0: not I even mean, that, but this also goes into the whole Ozzy Mendes thing, where it's like, it's he's been taken in by the FBI. But he has she, been missing for 10 years. Right. They might but, not release it to the public. Either way, she don't give a fuck yeah. anymore, right? Sure. So you... Pitch that news with the news of Manhattan being dead, with the news that the stupid alien things that fall out of the sky just a bunch of goddamn bullshit. Right. It's like, yeah, your world has literally just – this is like – I wonder, would you consider this the same level of like what the fuck as the earth has been round but actually it's flat? The same level? No. You don't think so? You don't think that's like a crazy fundamental it is. like – It is, but uh, the the world being round, I mean this – that would trump – I think it yeah, would be, so. like, I think it would be,
1: like, I mean, this would be a smaller scale, but, like, we would find out who really killed JFK, like, definitively came out that it was a government hit or something, right? Yeah. And it fundamentally changes the way you view history and things of yeah. that nature.
0: That's true. No, I wouldn't say JFK. I hate to be that this asshole, but, like, the 9-11 level sure. conspiracies. Because JFK. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, those like because that's a group of people, right. JFK, while that was definitely obviously tragic, it was one individual sure. that reset the course of stuff. Ozzie Mendes went and fucking butchered three million people. Yep.
1: That's Right, it's a it's a global event and their perspective on that global event changes significantly. Yeah. Right. Big time. Um because that global event, you know, similar to other other events. That changes the course of history, mm-hmm. and so if you find out what you believe about that event is fundamentally changed, different, or a complete lie, yep. that changes a lot of perspectives. Yeah, I guess the big thing I I think comes down to well, which- and I guess the other question would be right. That event happened in universe 35 years ago. Now, do would they play into the fact of no one cares, right? Do we live in a society that's so detached? And it's just, like, you find out, but, like, as a whole, you don't I'm trying care. to think. Do we
0: have any real-world examples right I now? Mean,
1: I, I mean, again, not to get, like, too crazy, but, you know, the United States has been involved involved in, like, Iraq and Afghanistan for, like, years and years, right? About 30 years. Right. Well for, well, for a long time, right? Yes. And it's, like, there's an indifference about it, right? People are indifferent about war efforts or, or whatever. Is it uh, similar to that where people are just kind of it cool? Actually- <laughs> it would
0: so I think it would be bigger because the world has been living under the assumption that they could be invaded by an alien species at any point. Right. And the fact that there is no intelligent alien species out to gun them, yeah. I think it changes a lot. Yeah. Because all of a sudden now it puts the power back in the common man. Right. They don't have the fear of the, of the all powerful, unseeing, uh, alien squid. Look, looking Glass is a really good example of that. Like he His went. His fear was gone after he. Remember, there's an entire like business industry about like protection yeah. against like psycho. Yeah incursion or psychological or you know mental incursions or whatever so i think yeah there is a big like consequence consequence to like all this information coming
1: out i think like everything watchmen you have to they would show all the perspectives of it yep hopefully and it would would hit it would would show if you were were going they they would show the indifference they would show the people that would radicalize they would show the people that it would change for the better
0: here's here's a really super specific question about dr manhattan dr manhattan knows because he goes up to basically his brain and his whole um, perception of time gets him up to the point just before he's basically pulled into that cage he knows everything up until that point because once he's in that cage he can't actually figure out where he is he doesn't know what's going on everything's hazy everything is hazy kind of black even in the past he's like i can't see he can't see it right right There's a point where uh, the senator, the racist ass senator who decides to get super naked on us, which was really uncomfortable and weird. He wasn't all the way naked. It was still weird. He had the Manhattan underwear on. That was great. Good for him. It was weird. Anyway, he he gets turned into, you know, um, red sauce. And that red sauce, you know, pours under the cage, and Manhattan's able to touch it use it as kind of like a connector so he can send Adrian, uh, Blake, and Looking Glass wherever. Here's my question, and maybe I can already answer this question, but the question is, is that a
1: reaction, or is that kind of like a weird, hazy, self-fulfilling prophecy? Part of the reason I think he's alive is because everything that happened was part of his plan. He talked to Will Reeves. They patched the plan years ago of how to exactly do it. He told him who to go to, what to do, what places to be in, because all those interactions happen the way they were supposed to be. He Will basically says that in the theater, right? But
0: remember, though, he's experiencing time at like at the same time. Right. So it, you can say it happened in the past, but for Dr. Manhattan, it's just happening in the present. Right.
1: But he still set up, exa- he ex- set up the pieces to know exactly how it would go. But he still,
0: that's the interesting thing about Dr. Manhattan. He right. doesn't experience time like we do. So, right. You're right. He sets it up. Right. But he doesn't know he's setting it up. It's like because he exists in all time, he's experiencing time all at the same time. Right. Ooh. It, I ha- it's like. Is it like this? He an- doesn't make plans, he just experiences right. stuff. Is it like exactly. this analogy? Yeah, it's, it's weird. Is it like this analogy? You make an egg and cheese sandwich. Yeah, or an omelet, maybe. Or an omelet. And it comes down, and you've done You a have mil- to break a few eggs do- to make an omelet. There you go. <laughs> and you've done it a million times, but you know the order in which you put it on, right? Yeah. And you don't even really think about it. Or, like, when you drive to work, your brain kind of goes, I don't know, somewhat dead yeah. in the sense of, like, you know to take a left here, take a right here. You know. Sure. You know that, like, it's his muscle memory, essentially. Yeah. Is that how maybe he perceives time in the sense of he knows that this is coming because it's like it can... it's a. Uh, a continuous loop looping of uh, deja vu and I know I've done this and maybe do it again and potentially I, I think it's it's, it's supposed to, to be
1: un- it's supposed to be inconceivable yeah for us to experience right which um, is the easy cop-out
0: answer yeah yeah it's true it's true I mean it also helps that he does literally have a kryptonite you know as well to to make him fallible right Superman is God in his world and he has literally one weakness just like uh, this guy has literally one weakness. What is it? Like the the compound that blocks his he, he can't and, see
1: zinc and uh,
0: watches, yeah, some type of say? metal essentially blocks like it. blocks him from seeing yeah. time, which you know is his kryptonite. So, so couple other questions here. We have got a bunch. I don't think we're gonna hit them all right now, but the ones I want to hit on: uh, How can Will Reeves walk? So when does he walk? He's, He's been walking, walking at the
1: end. Uh, well, he was walking with a cane. Yeah, in that, like, episode three when he was talking to uh, True. He was Yeah, walking. he stands up and that's the big reveal. Yeah. How did, the, is that, did Lady True just allow him to walk? Like, how does that work? He's I in think, a wheelchair when you first meet him.
0: Right, I think that's just a look. Remember, it's a whole thing to throw everyone off the trail. Sure. Oh, right, like, I think there's a difference in terms – I'm, I'm not a cop. But I think, like, you're going to look at a person in a wheelchair who – hung a person differently between a person in a wheelchair and a person who can somewhat walk. Sure. Right? Right. So I think it was was just an act. Um, Other big one that I want to hit on, why did Dr.
1: Manhattan send uh, Ozymandias to the moon? There's never a specific scene or anything that illustrates. There is. Episode – the Dr. Manhattan episode – he sends him to the moon
0: after Ozzy gives, right. gives him the circle yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a trade-off because Ozzy was so bored with his life that he put him – the Manhattan put him in hell basically. Basically, yeah. Um, is Ozzy Mendius really going to jail? Honestly, I think that question is completely dependent upon if, the idea if this is season two. If and who and what the idea well, is. Well, no, well, projecto. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if there isn't. Do you think he's going to jail? I don't think he is. I don't think it would be jail per se. I think it would be trials and trials and trials and then like a real-world criminal that actually just got off. Hmm. Insurance, I, I'll just say this. Insurance money would cover what he has to pay and he would not have to actually admit to wrongdoing. Well, no. If you
1: two can guess who that is after the podcast, I will give you a cupcake. Uh no but but here's the thing right you, uh Blake wants to put him in jail yeah but you have to wonder if the powers that be well Redford for example he's the president of the fucking United States right. also
0: you, you Ozzy Manus is too smart like he he'll have something up his sleeve like here's a piece of technology where I'll trade my freedom for you know what I'm right. saying that, that's not where he's going to jail he has too much resources I think it's like a Lex Luthor type jail situation even even if which is was. what we call in, in the real world white collar. White. Juggle. Yeah. White privilege. Um, How long? Oh, yeah. How long was Ozzy Mendes back on Earth? I think the duration of the show. Since the beginning of Angela.
1: That would make sense. Because it's not even a month. Episode two or three when they first meet Lady True. Yeah. That statue's there. Yep. So we're talking just a couple weeks. Right. So nothing crazy. A couple days?
0: Potentially it could potentially be a week. Yeah. Um Does Angela have Manhattan's powers now? I think once again, I, if we look at the show as a self contained thing,
1: it could be a yes or a no. It could be a I would say probably. I think I think it relates to the Dr. Manhattan episode though. Remember he goes out onto the pool and he's walking on the, the water and he says something along the lines of like, remember this. It'll oh be yeah, yeah. yeah. Good call. Right. Yep. About walking on water. That's also why partly I think he's still alive. I don't know why. I don't know why I keep going back to some of these hints and stuff. Um, I don't know. Like does Dr. Manhattan though, think that the world actually needs him
0: because it's become super apparent that a lot of people are like, you fucked up. You had all this power. He doesn't. You, you went to Vietnam and blew a bunch of bl- brains off
1: everywhere. Even you, you didn't do shit. Even Will really Reeves the world. says like he's a good man, but he, you know, with all that power, yeah, he like have done more. But he True. doesn't.
0: But he doesn't look at himself as humanity's protector. He's not interested in saving humanity. He just did Vietnam because you know at that time he's like I thought it was the right thing to do. I feel sorry, but but he he does not not like Ozzy has this like super ego, right? Yeah. It's like I need to protect humanity because they're my children. He is literally like... He's egoless. There's no, there's no difference between a, a live body and a dead body. It says that in, right. the, in the comic, right? Yeah. So he doesn't he doesn't care about humanity like that. He cares about individuals, right? He cares about Angela. He probably cares about those kids. But beyond that, no. Hmm. Boom. And boom. 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 <laughs> done. 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 That's over. it. Yeah. Um, okay. It. Bigger question before our last question. Uh, will there be a season two... What will it be about who will show up will Night owl actually make an appearance uh, I'm gonna say there will be a season two because HBO can't help themselves mm-hmm. uh, what will it be about what will it be about uh, I mean if I had to guess they're probably gonna want to do a few years after this one and they're gonna do kind of what you guys suggested which is guy kind of project a little bit I don't think it's gonna be good uh, will Night owl show up no he's gonna be dead by that point the end Wow
1: um. I think, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, most of these, sh- most shows, they probably have the principal cast under another, at, le- at least yeah. another season or two under contract. Uh, so I do think there is, I think you could tell a very interesting story about a follow-up. Um, but I think like most good shows, you, you, if you, you know, there's no type of good show where you can predict what it's going to be. And you're like, that was a good season. That was a good show. So you have to do, you have to think outside the box because I don't think the show was what anyone thought it would be. Right, and that is That is a big it's reason. That's a strength. That's a big reason why it is so good. Yep. It, it's something. It's something new. It's something fresh in a world that's familiar, right? And I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone at this table when they first announced a Watchmen show on HBO snickered, like, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> you know, like they've already done Watchmen. Like, what? Why do we need a show? True, and. They they subverted expectations. Maybe Amazon could do that with Lord of the Rings, right? Who knows? Right. Um, I think maybe they should wait like ten years before they do a season. Yeah, they'll never have. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I know,
0: I know. I oh, I know. I, what they should do is not what they're going to do. Next am going to shoot. But themselves.
1: I but I don't think they should wait ten years either because the hype is there. I, well, it's not even about hype. It, it's I think about like the long, the long-awaited sequels. To comedies, right? Which has been a recent trend. Uh, oh, they never like live. They're on. always really bad. Yeah, and here's why, right? Sure. Tastes like art and everything. They evolve and they change over time, right? Uh, I think what Watchmen was able to do is very popular in like the two the, this era in this time.
0: I think that's why they have to wait though, because they're gonna do a season two, and it's gonna feel too similar to this.
1: Well, I think like Lindoff said, Lindloff said, right? If it, you know, Watchmen is like a specific feel and a specific type, but it do, it's not necessarily married to certain characters and certain. Well, it has been so people. far. I know sure. that's that's his vision of it, sure. but that's not the actual. But I think I implementation think, of but it. But I think so far, right? But I I, th- I think you can I think you can do that, right? The first episode doesn't have any original characters in it, does it? No, you're right. Blake doesn't show up until episode two. Mm-hmm. Right. And Manhattan's, right. Manhattan's not just Manhattan. Man- yeah, he's Yet. mentioned. Sure. Ozzy Mendeus is... Mm-hmm.
0: You don't even know he's Ozzy Mendeus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, ag- but again, right? Say you continue on from episode one, you get none of those things. Sure. It's not... Why even call it Watchmen then? You know? Because it takes like, place in that universe. Sure. But it's... Are you, are you going to say definitively is it strong? Well, we don't know, obviously. I would go back to know. the, the yeah. Mandalorian model. Sure. Which is like the Mandalorian is not a do-all, end-all, recognizable thing. It has armor that looks like Boba Fett. But the fact that – You have that a that creature if, looks like Yoda. That's what a Republic that, element. Hold on. That's yeah. what I'm saying Yeah, is the fact that you put a element in there that everyone can understand. Sure. That's why like a season two would still need – elements of Watchmen to still pull the fan base back in and then also pull in the new people because they could go research the Rorschach masks or Ozzy Mendes or whatever and they can pull that and make that connection
1: I think you can call it Watchmen as long as it takes place in this world where this event has happened and there are these certain facts about this event like a Dr. Manhattan is always going to be mentioned in a Watchmen show simply because he is literally god Right mm-hmm. in that world. Well, he's he's the yeah. only actual superhero. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's basically he's the cl- like you know he's the closest thing to religion mm-hmm. <laughs> becoming fact. Right. Um. So he will even if he's not a character, he's the always there. He's a, an idea. He's an element. Right. That's like regardless of if he is alive or dead, always be there. Sure. Sa- same thing in this world is vigilantism. Right. Will always be an element within this world because it's happened. Yeah. yeah the Minutemen, Yeah, the Watchmen, you had a whole unit come out to try and destroy the Tulsa all the police. You know, that, that, yeah. that was supposed to be a pilot program. Right. And that, that's another thing they have to pick up on. Right. But does this corrupt politician who's part of the Cyclops and created the mass vigilante program come out now, does it get shuttered again? And now does it go back to a world where vigilante mass vigilantes aren't allowed? You sure, know? sure. So definitely a lot of elements. Hmm. <laughs> So, bold prediction, season two, <laughs> slash future. If there isn't Christian, go ahead.
0: Uh, uh, bold prediction for season two. I mean, I can't come up with any right now. I mean, well, you can simply say one, I don't want one. Two. There's the bold prediction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like a uh, bold prediction for season two. Uh, that would have to play with the idea that God is dead, right? That that's basically if you go off of what Juno said, that the only word, the only place to go is that God is dead. And you have a bunch of people maybe trying to fill that void. Or using it as an opportunity to become super villains, right? Maybe now, oh, you know what? Let's push the envelope because there's no one to stop us. Time travel. You know, which to me, though, just becomes like a regular superhero. To me, that just becomes a regular superhero uh, trope. That it just becomes like a Spider-Man. Or it becomes a I heard It uh, becomes a b- Batman. B- for Crisis, uh, crisis
1: the CW's Crisis, that the Watchmen cast will show up. So, technically, it's DC, right? It is DC. It could. And the Watchmen does show up in some iterations of Crisis. Oh, for love. Wait, are are you serious? (laughs) No, you're lying. Take your Crisis and shove it. Because the idea of of Crisis in the uh, comic books was to get everybody on the same world, same Mm -hmm. universe. Technically, Night Owl is
0: in a variant uh, Crisis on... Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the... uh, Yeah, I forget which one, but... Um. Crisis on Two Earths, that one, the Mm. animated movie. Anyway, my bold prediction is there's a season two, and we don't follow anyone primarily from season one. From season one. We'll hear things. We might even see an Angela show up halfway or towards the end of the season with some uh, Dr. Manhattan powers, but the season two will not follow primarily (laughs) Ozzy, Blake. Uh, any of those characters sounds a lot like season one, and also, <laughs> and also the comic, where Doctor Man shows up at the end to save the day. Well, I mean, yeah, I know, I know what you are saying, but that pulls it might sa- not happen. But isn't that the scene, same right? elements of the comic then? Yeah, but aren't you gonna get a little tired of that? Like, no, don't have to do something. If I can get a a season two, mm-hmm. of a comic book show that hits upon real American or real American history that I didn't even know about, uh-huh. the Tulsa incident in nineteen twenty nine.
1: 1920 something yeah 1920
0: something and can tie it into this world in a way where it's kind of interesting then yeah that's fine I don't care keep doing
1: that here's my ballpark.
0: like if there's like a whole thing where it's like they throw in like a world War one thing uh-huh. and tie it in somehow great I'm all for it that's good storytelling with relatable real world things that's interesting well As if a, it's if it's different enough like if it's gonna be season one rehashed i you, can't i can't uh, is that gonna weaken it even if it was i don't know if you use too many of the same elements you're gonna be like this is yeah sure there's some things different but now you're doing the same thing again right you don't want to see something different
1: right oh. my bold prediction for season two my fake my fake one and then my real one. Oh god my fake one is that season two will be a comedy following loopman it'll be four episodes
0: that would be wait which one Amazing. My
1: fake bold prediction is that like, it will be a four-episode second season that's a comedy that follows Loop Man in the style of The Office, oh where God. he talks to the camera about him gearing up as Loop Man and being Loop Man.
0: That would be different enough, and crazy <laughs> enough, lo-
1: where I would love it. What's Loop anyway? No, that's what's your real. My real bold prediction is that, that real one? there will be a second season, and Krishna will like it. Wow, what a prediction, boom! That's that's that prediction. is a really good prediction, and yeah, <laughs> that's I a terrible that. prediction. HBO does not have a good track record. You're
0: putting I your can't, faith in it. I
1: can't wait to cut this in a year or two, like this clip of me saying it, and then we play it again, and then just like, Chris is like, fuck. The good news, the I good, loved it. The good news for you is that
0: I would admit it. I would admit uh, it, too. Chris,
1: you have a hot take here. Let's hear it.
0: Oh, my hot take is that uh, this season of Watchmen is, for me, the best television I've ever seen of any show at the end.
1: Like, But,
0: but why? Yeah, that's and not a really hot. a hot take. It's not? No, you just Well, it's because it's, it uh, every single element was better than any other season of television I've ever seen when you combine all the elements. Power Rangers season 2. The acting, mm. the cinematography, the story, the characters, uh music, set design, music. Trent Reznor. When you combine all of those elements, the sum of those elements are greater than any other sum of elements of any other show I've ever seen, well, including we, Breaking Bad well, season Five. five. Yeah. What Incluences. would you
1: put what would you put in your top seasons of television? Breaking bad season five. Probably bad probably True Detective season one.
0: Yeah, that would be up there. Game of Thrones season two. Season um, three. Um Season four. I, I I I can't say Game of Thrones has been so warped by that last season where mm-hmm. I'd have to actually go back and watch it individually. Friends so, season three.
1: It. Westworld season no. one. Uh The Wire.
0: Westworld, yeah, it's okay. The wire season one cuz i haven't seen Peele? all of them camp K- <laughs> K- K- <laughs> <Peele>, camp yes <laughs> K- <laughs> peel incredible yes what what you're laughing why uh, no, K- it's, just, incredible. it's it's just funny cuz <laughs> yeah. like K- uh, not a drama. star wars
1: rebel season 4 uh that's actually pretty good mandalorian is cheesy. shaping
0: up to be up there that's for sure it depends though like yeah, I, for sure it could go either way yeah it depends if we actually like bounces on a knife's edge get yeah. anything. I, if
1: there's anything there's actually any substance to this stupid fucking show oh my god yeah. i'm just kidding
0: i mean another show that's kind hitting upon that is servant it's like, what's the point? It's uh, I just watched episode five and I'm like, cool. Every episode is fucking weird, but what are we doing Like, here people not developing, not We're at this weird like. Cool, 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 cool. And I think, and I think that's what Watchmen sets apart from, I think, maybe any other show is that every episode felt so important. I think if you take out any single episode, you lose. Uh, the the end is probably very confusing. I think. Or at least far less rich. Whereas a lot of these shows have filler episodes. Mandalorian, as much as I love it, you could take out the last two or three episodes. You could take out... I think if you had the end, you'd still probably have a full, complete story. Yeah.
1: You could take out the last four episodes, to be honest.
0: Maybe. We don't know how it ends. They, it might be important. You, you can't say until you've seen the end. I Watchmen, would, I I would bet, like, no. <laughs> for Watchmen? That, no, for uh, Mandalorian. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We don't know. Uh, anyway,
1: I think... Yeah, we it's that time. Oh, it's time. Uh, actually, I have one question. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the CGI? It was uh, actually pretty good. It was it was, it was okay. Yeah, it was good. I had an issue with the Dr. Manhattan CGI. <laughs> I'm surprised we, this is only
0: coming up now. Uh, <laughs> Could have been your least favorite part. His, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. No, he's not saying. Christian, was <laughs> Watchmen Season 1 good? <laughs> no. Yeah, of course it was. God damn it. You didn't even have to ask me. The, uh, the yes, podcast was is called Was It Good. And so we dance. like do this thing every time. So explain. Arjuna was Watchmen good.
1: No. The, the it, television no. show. It was great. Well,
0: oh, fair enough.
1: Ravi, was Watchman the complete series. <laughs> yes. Good. Ah,
0: uh, yes, it was good. Fun, enjoyable, a good comedy.
1: Great family <laughs> show. <laughs> There's a family in there. Uh, and There's I know we normally ask, would you watch it again? But in true Watchmen uh, tradition, will you be like Dr. Manhattan and have every single moment of the show play at once for you and consume it that way? No. no. Uh, well, no. I'm going to try that. I haven't developed weirdo. that technology
0: yet, but uh, I will be thinking about all of it all at once.
1: There is a art exhibit in the Museum of Modern Art in New York where there is a room with 365 screens and they start it when they open the museum and it ends. And it is this, a guy, it's like a one angle of a guy doing stuff in his house every single day of the year. And it's all playing at the exact same time. So if it's like 10 2 AM, you're seeing it on all 365 screens at the same time. Hmm. That's maybe the closest you could get to Dr. Manhattan's perception. So that was, was it good? (laughs) Thank you for listening. (laughs) You can find us on Twitter at wasitgood, on
0: Instagram at wasitgoodbtm, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash wasitgood. We've got a couple more podcasts coming out this week and the remainder of the year. Busy. I don't think anyone on this table is going to allow the other person to take a break, so we're all fucked. But, hey, stay classy.
1: (laughs) Is that the end? (laughs) That's the end. But is, is is Manhattan alive or dead? Shut the fuck up and turn it off.